If you're feeling a little stagnant already, even in this early part of the new year, you're not alone. It's easy to think, what is wrong with me? I set a big new goal or an intention, and yet I'm not making the progress that I want. Well, there's nothing wrong. You just need to get better perspective and have the willingness to try something new. And it doesn't need to be something big. It could be something small. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. We're still very early in the new year. And my guess is you may have had some goals or intentions that you set at the beginning of the year, and you're already feeling a little behind or a little off, or you haven't been able to keep that new habit going. You might be feeling like you're failing in some way, or maybe you're just stagnating. And that's typical. And I've learned one of the best ways to deal with that is to understand how you're looking at it. So instead of failure, consider it an experiment. You know, if you're not making the progress you want, it's easy to say, well, I just can't achieve that goal, or that was the wrong goal. And you start doubting yourself, or even worse, you just give it up. So you've got to change your approach to achieving your goal and accept that whatever attempt you first made was just an experiment. You've learned something. Hopefully, <laughs> I hope you have. Um, so I can't say enough about the need to experiment. Experimentation is a stagnation buster. I know I touch on the idea of experimenting in other episodes, but it's really worth reinforcing, especially now at the beginning of the year. If you can maintain an experimentation mindset, you'll be able to innovate more easily, kind of ride the waves of change, and you'll have more power throughout the year to be or do or have whatever you want. It helps you build your creativity, builds your resilience, and it just helps you not take yourself so seriously. But of course, there are challenges for many leaders. You may be one of them. Some people don't like the word experiment. Instead, they like words like assurance or guarantee or certainty or plan or predictability. You know, embracing experimentation can be challenging for a lot of reasons. So see if any of these apply to you. Maybe you have a fear of failure. You know, one of the main reasons that people resist experimenting is they're afraid that they're going to fail or they have a lot at stake in the organization and the idea of trying something new can really be intimidating. Um, so it may be that you just have risk aversion too. You know, some people just are naturally more risk averse. You might prefer to stick with what you know, with what's worked in the past, rather than kind of venturing into unknown. Um, something else that might be holding you back from being able to experiment that could be a challenge is that your focus is too short term. If you're too focused on short term results, you may not be able to reap the benefits of experimenting because typically experimentation involves investing some time and resources uh, in activities that may not show immediate results because you're testing things out. So you've got to keep in mind that experimenting really helps you with your long term goals. Um, something else that may be holding you back is you might think, well, I just don't know that I have the resources or the time or the energy to do this, because you may have hit the ground running, especially in the new year, 
And, you know, it feels like you have to take a time out or time away from your work to do it. So that can be an impediment. Of course, I would encourage you to create a culture of experimentation so that becomes more of the norm versus something that's uh, a separate activity or a one-off kind of project. Now, the topic of culture is is one that I could go on and on about. So it's kind of beyond the scope of this topic today. But uh, suffice it to say that some of the problems with cultures that don't allow for experimentation Um, You know, they're characterized by fear, Uh, lack of trust can be huge, a huge obstacle if you're trying to create um, opportunity for people to experiment. So um, yeah, like I said, topic for another day. But another challenge that you might experience is your ego or pride. You know, some people just have a strong sense of ego, and it's difficult for them to admit that whatever you've been doing uh, may not be what's right for now. So experimentation involves kind of letting go, acknowledging that there could be better ways to do things that can be a blow to your ego. So hopefully that's not you, but you may know some people uh, where that's the case. Um, Another reason why you might have some challenges is that your objectives are not clear enough. So it's easy to resist experimenting when you're not really sure about the overall objective, or you don't have a well defined framework for how experiments can can go. So without that kind of clarity, experimenting can can seem kind of haphazard or unproductive. So those are some of the the reasons um, that you may not be able to experiment or that your organization may not be able to. But fortunately, I've got some ways that you can overcome those uh, and some tips. You know, one is to create a supportive environment that values learning and growth and adaptability. If you as a leader can begin to encourage failure more (laughs) or to normalize failure, that will really help create a better opportunity for learning and improvement instead of seeing uh, failure as a setback. Another thing that you can do is to provide necessary resources to foster that culture of collaboration and trust and setting those clear objectives. Encourage your team or individual team members to start with an easy, small experiment. You know, that's something else that can help um, facilitate more experimentation. Sometimes people see it as a huge mountain that they have to conquer instead of just, let's just try something simple and easy to start with. And I'll be sharing lots of examples of uh, areas for doing that that you might consider. So those are some things that you could do. All of that will help you innovate and grow more easily. Of course, experimenting can be applied to so many different areas of your business to drive innovation, to optimize your processes, to improve performance. So as a reminder, like I said, I know I've covered some of these in other episodes, which you may or may not have listened to. So it's worth considering where could you effectively experiment? Where could you try some new things? Maybe in product development and innovation, which would be a natural area of focus, where you could experiment with a new product feature or design or a prototype, you know, something to to help you get feedback and uh, do what you need to do before you do a full-scale launch with something. Another area is content development. Are you using or learning how to use ChatGPT or BARD, some of those tools? I know that I am experimenting with different kinds of prompts is something that's kind of fun to do. 
It's all learning, uh, something else you might experiment with, or your pricing strategies to test out different pricing models or discounts or bundling your services or products in some way. So I just had a client that did that recently as an experiment, just raised rates for the services that they deliver. And it worked and it was painless. It was kind of an experiment. So guess what? They've done it again. (laughs) Um, And now uh, another area is marketing and advertising. Are you experimenting with different marketing channels or ad campaigns or messaging? I'll speak about that in a little bit more to share, you know, something that I've been doing. Uh, another area that you might want to experiment with is your website to see what, what users are doing, you know, where they're landing, how the navigation might be different. Customer service and support is another area. Maybe you could experiment by implementing different customer service approaches or tools to improve your response times or satisfaction levels or problem resolution or customer nurturing strategies. All those could be experiments. Employee engagement is another area. Experiment with work from home policies or training methods, performance incentives, all of that. Supply chain is another one. You need to listen or re-listen to my conversation with Kathy Fisher uh, in a recent episode that we did. She's an expert in the automotive industry and supply chain. And there's a huge need to experiment and reinvent in supply chain where you can test inventory management techniques or logistics solutions, uh, optimize efficiency, look at new ways that you might reduce costs or minimize waste. It's all an experiment. Sales strategies, market expansion, um, employee training and development. That's another great area to experiment with. How do your people like to learn? What might be some new approaches to, to training? I know I'm offering some more online programs uh, are, are my focus. Uh, nonprofit fundraising and fund development. Are you doing the same old fundraising campaigns that you do year after year? Or are you experimenting, trying something new, maybe some different kinds of community engagement efforts? Market research. That's another area. Conduct experiments to get consumer insights or test new survey methods. A um, couple of more I'll mention. Technology, of course. Are you experimenting with new technologies and software tools? I've tried so many different software programs in my own business. Some are effective for me, others are not. Uh, But when I look at it as, okay, that was an experiment, it helps me accept that that was an investment that I made that may not have paid off in the way that I wanted. Um, And a recent example I just saw is experimenting with the work week. I saw on the news that a police department, I forget what city is trying a four-day work week. So I love hearing more stories about organizations, teams that are doing experimenting just to see how that goes. Remember that the specific areas and the opportunities for experimenting differ, you know, depending on your industry or your business size and objectives. But the key is to foster that culture of experimentation wherever you are and to to look to new ways to drive growth and innovation. I challenge you to help your team choose an experiment to work on, especially at the beginning of the year. It's a good time to do that, just to to challenge people to, to pick a project. But before I close out this episode, I want to give you the opportunity or consider it your own challenge to choose your own personal experiment. I remember when I spoke with Nader Sabri in a previous episode, he was the expert on growth hacking, how to grow and scale your business. He said he challenges people to see what experiment they can do in one day. 
just one day. (laughs) So actively experimenting helps you grow yourself and your life. It just makes it more interesting. So, you know, in my own world, I've tried to uh, experiment by tracking my sleep habits, trying to go to bed a little bit earlier or wake up a little bit earlier, you know, and, you know, for example, let's just say you're trying to to wake up 30 minutes earlier, but that's not working. Consider that experiment, try maybe 15 minutes. And if that doesn't work, go back to your goal. What are you really trying to achieve? Maybe you can restructure your day in the afternoons or evenings in some way. Um, another area that I like experimenting with is, is how I'm communicating with my network. Sometimes I like to describe what I do in different ways to different people, because it is kind of hard (laughs) to describe the work that I do. So I'm constantly testing out different ways that I explain the nature of my work to people. It's testing. I consider almost everything I do an experiment, especially when it comes to cooking. Uh, You know, I'm okay with not being very good at it. I fail a lot, but the way I look at it is that I'm still learning. Uh, I have a lot of growth to do in that area. And then also, I'm always looking to be better organized. So I'm trying different organizational systems and tools. It's all an experiment. It's okay. Um, In my business, I've experimented lately with my marketing or my social media presence, including more pictures of people, including pictures of me, which is still not my favorite way to market, but it does seem to be more effective. You know, studies show that people want to know the person behind the brand. And so I've just been sharing more about my personal life because my personal life and business life are quite integrated. Um, So there are just lots of opportunities. I encourage you, if you're not showing your face more, if you're not helping people get to know you, even if you're part of a large brand, people want to do business with you. It's important for you uh, to become more visible. Uh, This podcast, of course, has been one of my biggest experiments that I started a few years ago, and I continue to experiment with different kinds of guests, you know, having different conversations. Each episode is a mini experiment that I'm testing. I want to know what resonates, what you like. Of course, the uh, requirement is that it has to be a person or topic that I'm interested in. Here's one of the biggest reasons why experimenting is just so important. Just when you think you've got something figured out that works, something else is likely to change. It could be the financial markets. It could be the weather or climate change or the political environment something like the pandemic, or on a more micro level, there could be a key employee in your organization that leaves suddenly, or your system is hacked, or you have a loved one who's sick that you have to take care of. So you need to continually experiment to get ahead of things to build your flexibility so you can deal with any situation. I've enjoyed being part of a global community of reinvention practitioners who are continually exploring these issues. And so I look forward to sharing more on similar topics throughout the year. In the meantime, decide what your next experiment will be and make it happen, doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, 
and doing the work that matters to you.